welcome back, Unsung Gamers, to our Unsung Gamers podcast. I am your host, Rico, and with me, as always, is Buttered Biscuits. What's up, guys? Stuffing my face over here. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and my, my brother, Shadow Alchemist. Que onda, familia? All right, all right, nice. So that was Spanish. That was uh, How Are You Family, just in case, just in case. All right, guys, well, you know, we're going to jump into things right now because the biggest topic right now, right now, and who knows, it might still be the to- talking topic by the time this podcast comes out, is GameStop. GameStop. Uh, yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is they're offering more than 350 for their trade-ins. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, Ironically. That's this is, a uh, yeah, yeah, this is the same company that would give you pennies for, like, three brand-new games. Okay. First of all, <laughs> let me stop you all there. Most of, you, most of those damn memes and rumors that started, what do you expect trading in, like, Madden 2008? In 2012, you're all you're only gonna get two dollars for that shit. I mean, that's that's actually pretty good. I mean, you're giving it too much credit there. That's for all <laughs> sports games too, like because exactly. just the market there, just everyone has it. There's so many copies of it. It's not gonna be worth that much. It's it's demand, man. It's demand and supply. You know. Anyway, and then they stop taking it because they have too many of them. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, you saying they're they made news for stock? What? What the hell? So GameStop, also known now as GameStock. Uh, so apparently the, the stock for GameStop has jumped, like, ridiculously. So again, I, I guess before I start, I just want to say what I'm about to say is all for entertainment purposes. This is not financial advice. Uh, if you're going to start investing, you should do your own research and and do not you know take what I'm saying as advice. Uh, this is not advice I'm giving you. This is all for entertainment purposes. Um, so with that being said, let's get started with it. AKA we are not mad money. We are not any of those financial people. You want to follow them, go follow them. They crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but since, since uh, this deals with GameStop, you know, a, a video game retailer, uh, I happen and one that I happen to actually invest in, uh, and I, I'm actually an investor too. Uh, I want to, to bring it up because that seems to be a big topic right now. Actually, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's all across social media now. Basically GameStop a year ago and, and even up to about, August 2020 was worth like three, four dollars a share. And since then, it has jumped about 1,200, 2,600 percent, I believe. Uh, since then, meaning, meaning right now, the stock right now, at least when I last checked, was worth $350 per share. So, Damn. so like if you bought back then and you held. Okay. Okay. So, what does that mean for people that, that bought it on the ground floor? This is what I was actually uh, trying to research. I couldn't find a definitive answer. Like, let's say I bought it on this like last year for like three bucks, yeah. And instantly, I I get a notification that it's being shot up, however many percent to where it is now. What kind of compensation am I looking at? Well, so so like if you bought it for three dollars, let's just say for example, you bought it for three dollars, and now that stock is worth three hundred dollars. You you now have three hundred dollars in your account. That that's how much your your stock your that one stock you have is worth. Oh shit! Okay. So, so, that's how that so works. okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not like you bought it at three dollars. It stays at three dollars. If you bought it at three dollars and you look at it at the price that it is now, uh, and you can Google this anywhere. You type in GameStop stock, and it'll show you the the stock market uh, value for it. And currently, I want to say it's about three fifty, if not three thirty, maybe by now. Um, yeah, and it's just jumped up a lot. And and the craziest thing is that like uh, a friend of mine, uh, he actually. Uh, invested a lot of money. I'm not going to say his name, but he just know he invested a lot of money in it, and he's made thousands of dollars since. 
Um, I he told me about this. Of course, I didn't believe him because I was like, "Damn, that's crazy for it to jump that that high." He just heard news that it's gonna be the next big thing. But of course, I'm like, "What? What? Would you hear this from? How? How's it in GameStop for real?" And sure, sure enough, you know, the Monday came, jumped again. Uh, and so, of course, I jumped on it. Jumped on it kind of late. I mean, I, I still made a little bit of money, uh, but but I sold early too, not knowing or not thinking that. Or I guess I, I guess I did think about it, but I didn't. I didn't know it was going to go up, go up continuously. And well, since then it has continued to grow. I've never counted GameStop out. Uh, a lot of people have, I don't know why. Yep. They, they are, they are the, they're, they're, they're the name in, in, in gaming stores right now. Yeah. Everybody knows you can go to a Walmart and you can buy a game. You can go to a target, but bec- even the negative, Hey, the negative memes still puts GameStop in your mouth. That's marketing. Now I may not know business, but I know marketing. Even the negative, as long as my as long as my brand is coming out of your mouth, I'm at least going to get some money of some coin of some coin. Well, and you know, you know what, James, that's, that's actually really good that that you, that you said that because around August, uh, some people, famous people like Michael, oh man, I'm sorry if I get his name wrong, Michael Bubble, uh, the the guy. If you ever seen the, the movie The Big Short, the the guy Christian Bell plays that that guy. Uh, he actually yeah. came out. And said that GameStop is undervalued, even though everybody else is saying the the opposite. And so well, they he, haven't. Well, they have some, some 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 new powerful players that joined their their the board of directors, and I thought that's what influenced the whole stock. Uh, f- former Nintendo of America uh, president uh, Reggie Philome joined at the, uh, the I think, tail end of last year. Uh, yeah. That, and then and then a couple of weeks ago, the CEO of Chewy dot com yes. just joined too. Yes, yes, and and uh, they they both uh, are are new to the board, and again that that itself you know did influence the the, the stock to go up a little bit, but but it, it shouldn't have gone up to this high. Um, but 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 you're right. Uh, what Michael had said about GameStop was that like it's still undervalued because specifically and for the one reason discs, and the yeah. reason the reason why that is is because even these these new generation games coming out Xbox, PlayStation Five, they still come with discs, so you still you can still have that option to go to your store. And buy discs, even though people now, or at least the majority of people, do buy digital copies. But there's still people who still buy dig- discs as well. And because that option's still there, GameStop is still uh, relevant e- yeah. even right now. I mean, because the fact that I go to GameStop pretty regularly, yeah, I'm one of those people deal with yeah. it that are less than. Uh, well, sometimes I can get some pretty good deals because I know how to maneuver my power up rewards card. I know how to. I know how to. I know how to work it. You should, you should talk about that a little bit more. Maybe help out other gamers who might benefit well, from I mean, that as the fact well. That if you join, you automatically get a five dollar uh, gift card. You know, every month that's five dollars toward a purchase. So I mean, yeah, it's not much. But it's then when you start money. adding up your points, uh, you start adding on to that. So and you can buy digital coupons for that. So yeah, I mean, and you could use it toward either a new or a used product. Of course, uh, you can get a used product points a lot quicker than you can a new one because you have to have the exact amount. You know, but that's that's another category. But the point is, is I go in there pretty often. I like to look at their collectibles because they have a new set. They have new collectibles going in all the time, it's and true. and that's really kind of appealing to me more because they get some really cool stuff uh, that I can't find anywhere else. We don't have Hastings anymore. We don't have uh, even the comic book stores aren't really carrying a lot of video game merchandise like this. Uh, like I'm like I'm seeing stuff like uh, like the like the World of Nintendo stuff. I'm seeing like uh, uh, new uh, these the, the, these really cool Pokemon dioramas. There's this one with Mewtwo. He's like standing. He has all this psychic energy, and it lights up. 
Mm-hmm. That's like thirty bucks. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I would love to have that somewhere. But I mean, yeah. but of course, of course, you have your games and everything. And and the, they're they're rearranging the stores. Uh, right after Christmas, uh, I walked in one. They were in mid construction. They were getting a kiosk where they had their 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 collectibles up front and where you could see them. And and they were on spin cases, so you could really see them. Everything, spin them around, and see what you needed to see what you wanted to look at. And they also had their games reorganized. So I mean, so it's so when you walk in, something's catching your eye. Whether you're an Xbox fan, a PlayStation fan, Nintendo fan, you're you're automatically your eyes automatically catching you to where you need to go, where you want to go. And I think that's up to that board of directors. Is, is they're trying to tell everybody, okay, we need to streamline this to where we get people in there, more people in there, because it seems like even the smaller stores are a lot more open than they used to be. Because because uh, there's one off the uh, highway, uh, but it's like about the central things the marketplace. That one used to be the smallest damn store. Me and Jose used to go in there all the time, and I always felt like it was the smallest store. It was all cluttered and everything. Now it's it feels like there's so much room. Did they buy the next uh, space over? Huh? No, they did it. It's the same space. They just oh. they just reduced all the clutter that was in there. Well, yeah, they had a bunch of crap in there. Yeah, they, like, had, they had crap it's, everywhere. It's crap. But, uh, but now it's it, it's really really open. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, well, I mean, GameStop still has its perks. It still has like a a lot of good things about it. I mean, I go in there to buy Star Wars toys, uh, the Black Series uh, versions, because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes they do have GameStop exclusives, uh, Black Series Star Wars toys in there. And uh, you know, I, I I do too. I, I go in there and I buy you know toys, collectibles, uh, yeah, uh, some memorabilia because they have a lot of video game memorabilia in there as well that no other place has. And you know, of course, yeah, they do have their their games too. But 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 that does not mean that the value of their stock is worth three hundred and fifty dollars. Like it's it's the only reason why is that is 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 that high is uh because it it all starts and again like. This is just from, from, from what I read and read and everything. So basically, what happened was like the all these hedge fund companies, billionaire type companies, uh, hedge funds were bet were shorting uh, GameStop, uh, meaning that they were betting that GameStop GameStop stock would would drop, and that and that uh, and that even even when it was going up with all the good news, you know, the new board of directors, uh, uh, the 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 guy from Chewy was com- was coming over, uh, the stock. The stock for GameStop was going up, but there were hedge fund people around the same time, about I think December, November, saying, "No, nah, the stock's going to drop back down to twenty dollars," and uh, you know, and, and they're and they're shorting it. Not only that, but other companies jumped in on it too. Uh, it wasn't until some some user from from Reddit, I, I forget the name, and I apologize for forgetting the name. He he noticed that um, GameStop was the biggest short stock. Uh, in the market, meaning that that like of all the stocks out there, GameStop was the one that was getting picked on by all the other hedge funds. That they're basically betting that GameStop stock would drop so much that there there wasn't enough stocks to cover that, and that some people were even borrowing extra stocks even though they didn't exist because they were so sure it was going to happen. And so basically, what they got from that was like, and again. This has this has to be the perfect storm. Like everything just needed to line up. The stars need to line up because what, what what's happening right now? It, it's an anomaly. Like this hardly ever happens, but at the same time, it happened because a group of people, a community of people, came together and basically said, "Hey, everybody, start buying GameStop stock." And sure, sure enough, they did, and they they boosted the stock. 
uh, and now, like right now, it's worth three hundred dollars. I mean, it's in GameStop stock right now is not worth that much money. But it, but to Wall Street, it is because so many people are buying so much stock. And since, since they're buying so much stock, uh, these hedge funds, people who shorted them, but, but basically just think of it as a bet. They bet that GameStop stock would drop, and and it, it hasn't. And w- when you short a stock, I guess, uh, and again, I'm saying some Wall Street terms here, so let me break it down. So let's pretend that. Nando, uh, uh, Shadow Alchemist, he, he has a stock of GameStop, and I'm the hedge fund guy. I'm like, uh, all right, uh, GameStop or Nando, I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna borrow your stock because I, I want to short it. Borrow your stock for ten dollars, I got it, and then and now I'm gonna sell it to James because he wants it, so I sell it to him for ten dollars, and and I'm betting that the stock's gonna drop. And say say it does, it drops to five dollars. So then I go back to James because James is like, oh man, the stock, the price drops. So now he wants to get rid of it. So I go back to him. I was like, hey, look, I'll buy it back from you. Cool. I buy it back from James for five dollars. I got it back. I that stock I borrowed from Nando, I give back to Nando, and I keep that five dollar profit. So and, and that's basically what shorting means. But the, the bad thing is, uh, or, or I guess here's here's the opposite though. But but if say you know not only you didn't borrow the stock, it's worth ten dollars. I give it to James. James has it. It's worth ten dollars. But then next tomorrow it jumps to fifty dollars. So now I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. So so let's say like I I told Nando, hey, let me borrow your stock, and next week I give it back to you. Okay, cool. So I I, I get your stock. I give it to James. James has the stock. It's worth ten dollars. Then then at the end of the week, the stock's worth a hundred dollars. And so now the week's ending, and now I have to give back that stock to Nando because I borrowed it from him. But the stock's worth $100 now, but I still have to give it back to Nando. And since the stock is worth $100, I just lost $90. So now I have to pay that back, or I have to buy it from somebody else who, who has it uh, and, and to give it back to, to Nando. So that's that. The, people lost money? Yes, they lost lots of money. Because remember, like yeah. they, they're, they're betting like in the billions, like like some, some companies Eww. have lost billions of dollars because of this, because a group of people, a small community, and and just regular Joes like like us, the small investors, uh, you know, they're they're buying up all the stocks. Yeah, uh, yeah, because the fact that from what I'm reading, that this thing is getting as big as, because uh, my girlfriend was was following us, uh, and she told me that this is getting as big enough to hit the White House's desk, like like this is going to Biden. In his, it's like in his economic firm that they're monitoring the situation now too. Yeah, yeah, because uh, how volatile the the stock has been. Uh, yeah, well, the White House is mon- They say that they're monitoring it. So is the SEC. They're looking into it too. Um, but uh, but I, I guess to go going back to that scenario, I mean, that's not even the worst case. Remember how I mentioned that they're borrowing stocks that don't even exist. Yeah. And so and so when that happens, uh, the, that means like say I borrow that stock from Nando. I get it. I give it to James. And yeah, it goes up. And let's just say think right now where it's $300. So now I'm like, oh, damn, I need to go buy $300 stock. But remember, there's not that many stocks out there. So if all the stocks are bought, now they have to look for someone who wants to sell their stock. And some people, they probably don't want to sell because they, they, they want to keep going up. So so then yeah. they're, they're, they're at a point where now they have to like negotiate with somebody. Like, uh, get their own money up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just say like John over here. I gotta go to John. Hey, John. Hey, he has a stock. Hey, John. Let me buy your stock. He's like, no. You know what? Yeah, I'll sell it to you for a thousand dollars. And you know, you're like, man. Well, I got no other option. You know, because I I need to give this stock back. And you know, you have to. So you're like, okay, deal. 
and now John just made a thousand dollars off that stock. So that's what's going on right now. And uh, a lot of these hedge funds have have shorted the GameStop stock. And and but but because this community of people have are basically still and still buy in, and more people have jumped in. Even Elon Musk tweeted about it. Uh, that uh, and the stock the stock just has been going up. It's it's gone up like twenty six hundred percent. I mentioned that earlier. Um, and who knows? I mean, right now it it could go up, or or it could go straight down. Like who who knows? Or, or now it's it's a huge risk. I, I it's risky. I mean, some people are, are still in it. They, yeah, some people say it'll shoot to the moon. There's even talk that it can reach to a thousand dollars. And again, I again, I, there was a one person. It's a thousand sell. <laughs> yeah, there was one person who who invested fifty thousand dollars in August when the stock was worth three four dollars. Right God now. Damn. Right, right now, his his worth that his portfolio for that for just that that stock that he bought is worth twenty two point three million dollars now. Sell, again, sell, sell, sell some of that. Sell again, some of that and hold on to it. Hold on to the well, 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 so, so, so see, like, but so, but the, here, here's the, the dilemma. Like, do you hold on and you know wait for like the hedge fund people to basically come to you because there's no more stock in it and they have to come to you and you can sell it for a higher price, or are you good with it and sell it now, or or I mean, again, like I mean, the, the stock market is it's unpredictable. It's, it's it's super hard. I mean, there's still people out there who 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 like pay, get paid thousands, six figures, if not millions, to try to figure out what's going on. But that, but you know, that they're just getting lucky, or they're doing it very very slowly. Uh, it's it, it's very hard to predict, and who knows? Maybe tomorrow the stock can can crash. Who knows? Because maybe sell. maybe everybody's like, you know what? I'm gonna sell now because it is too high, or it is super high, or the opposite. No, I'm gonna keep buying. Because it's still yeah, going to keep going up. Yeah, because anything could happen to this damn stock. I mean, I mean, it's going to go. Dude. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would absolutely sell. I mean, I'm I'm good with twenty two million dollars. I'm totally good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fifty well, well, like thousand, and you make that much in like less than a year. Like, like really, how greedy are you? I mean, but but again, I mean, there's still people out there who are in the same situation, maybe not had that much money invested, but in the same situation and are making. A lot of money and you know they can hold on and i mean again this can go up but at the, at the same time it can go down too but that's that's what's happening right now with with GameStop. basically the, the this this huge establishment has come in and said hey GameStop's gonna die let's go do it a group of people come come in and they're like no you know what they they were they're betting a lot on this i think we can come in and make money out of this and they come in yeah together as a community and they came in and 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 uh, are making lots of money, and they're making these hedge fund establishments lose billions. Like I, I just checked earlier recently, before we we started this podcast, two hedge funds have already folded. They threw in the towel. Uh-huh. Like they're, they're, they're they're done. Like they like they've lost. I think one lost like one point five billion. Another one's lost like several billion. Another one has lost has lost fifteen percent of their total company value because of. Of this stock oh, because they're going, they're, they're going up, um, but so but there's still other hedge funds that are still you know saying that yeah no it's it's still going to go down. But again, you know the the more the stock goes up, the more money they have to pay to, to cover their funds or just take the loss and you know get it over with. You know, so the big question is the question is though how are Leonardo DiCaprio and Joni Hill doing, and are they still the wolf on Wall Street? <laughs> I think I think right now <laughs> there's a wolf pack. Of Wall Street, and uh, and 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 actually, like the the ones that they're they're actually on, on social media being talked about. It's called the the Wall Street Bets. It, it's it's a group on Reddit, yeah. and they're the ones who've been like 
rocking Wall Street. But at the same time, though, like um, these people, like, again, it, it's I guess your perspective. Whether you're maybe you work in a hedge fund or you have money in a hedge fund, and you're 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 rooting for the hedge fund, or you're just a regular average Joe who has who happens just to have like a Robin Hood web webbull account, just started investing. You heard the news, you're jumping in, and now you're making money. And and you know you don't have to have a hedge fund or pay somebody to do it. You can do it yourself. Speaking of the the uh, the uh, Wall Street bets, yeah, guys, um, I just thought before we went on air that they have been they've been banned from Discord, but they're still on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently they got banned from 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 both sites uh, when this whole shit, this whole thing happened. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I know they're yeah they did get banned on there. And again, like uh, some people are talking about how like are, are they doing is what they're doing legal? Um, again. I'm no expert, entertainment purposes, but but yeah. from my perspective, I think that I, I don't think what they're doing is is uh, illegal. I think what they're doing is legal. It's the same. They're even if they're saying like, "Hey, everybody buy GameStop stock." Yes, it's, it's the same way. If Bill Gates came out, I was like, "Hey, everybody buy Microsoft stock." Yes, it's just pretty much. It's like if we had the influence to tell people to call their local radio station to just you know tell them something random, you know to. To all request uh, some song on the radio, it's, let's say Baby Shark or shit like that. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's just a prank. But this one's just it's 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 like they said, hey, go buy GameStop stock. It's really low right now. It may go up, and you know they don't exactly know the real. They may know the real reason, but they can't say that because that's insider trading. Because you don't want to wind up by Martha Stewart. Well, maybe you yeah. do want to. Maybe you do want to wind up by Martha Stewart, but she has it with Snoop. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that's that's what's going on with the GameStop and and apparently like it's not just GameStop. There's a I think they talk about AMC, the theater company, uh, Macy's store. Um, I think Nokia so helping stock. I was surprised some. That's why their stock went up. What's another one? I mean, but but again, I mean, I don't know. But a lot of things had to have happened for something like this yeah. to 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 go up. Like you can't. Like, I don't think you can apply this method to just about anything and make money. But but if, if if anything, I feel like this is the beginning of a new type of investor. Mm-hmm. That that being the you know the regular people who have a, an app on their phone where they can you know yeah. buy stocks now. Because before this, you had to go through somebody and pay them to do the stock stuff for you. Yeah, but you had to get a with, broker. Yeah, and now with and and even other established locations, Fidelity. Vanguard, like they're they're all doing their own app where you can sell some money and you get the you get the pick in it. But at the same time, though, uh, investing in stocks is risky. A stock, and then I mean, again, it can go down, it can go up. Anything can affect it. Again, like Elon Musk tweeted, and the stock went up. So again, if you do plan on investing, invest with invest with caution. It's at your own risk. Again, everything we're saying is just for entertainment purposes. This is not financial advice. But we're not professional. I will say. Yeah, exactly. And, but but I will say, if you do want to go to GameStop and buy some Star Wars collectibles, they happen to have a, a really great set right now. And I'm I'm actually putting my order in for uh, Commander Cody that just came out. Oh and, shit! And nice. along with that, uh, along with that, you know, uh, Star Wars being one of the topics that we're going to talk about as well. Uh, it seems to me they're going to be either there's a rumor about they're going to remake or make a sequel to Knights of the Old Republic, right? Yeah, it's rumored that Knights of the Republic is getting a remake and is not being uh, developed by Bioware, who did the original first yeah. two 
Not to uh, which wouldn't be the first time they went with another studio. Uh, uh, Nazi Old Republic 2 was, was made by another company as well, but they didn't have a lot of time to polish theirs, which sucked. Well, it was a good game, um, but they got rushed by uh, by the publisher to kind of get it out as quickly as they could. And given this past, or I guess this current generation still, of what Bioware did release, I mean, they got a bad rap with Mass Effect and then with that failure that is Anthem. Like, that's two back-to-back releases that weren't good, basically. So it would make sense like not but to have them back also, and develop this game. Also, I I can't put it all on... Uh, I can't put all their failures on Bioware. They also have a they also have a really strict publisher, but at the same time, you guys can move faster than that. We know we know you're capable. We deserve better Bioware. Well, the thing um, is about about that, like with EA um, and Anthem, like that was all by like pretty much the whole development cycle was all Bioware. Like all yeah. EA did was really come in and say, "All right, what do you got?" And whenever they didn't have anything, they're like, "You got to speed things along." It's been three yeah. years. You got nothing. And they cut checks. It's like an EA. It's like I follow their business. They cut yeah. checks right then and there. They'll give you the money. But they expect you. But 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 at their next checkup, uh, you better have something or you're done. Because if I, I yeah, that that's why that that's why when EA was getting that really bad rap of like cutting down studios, like uh uh like the people that did uh uh Dead Space and stuff of like that, the reason why they cut them down is because they weren't making movement when they were making movement. They're cutting checks. They want to see investments on their money. Yep, it's very <laughs> similar to what uh Sony did with uh the Last Guardian. Like that game took ten years to make, and then it wasn't until Sony jumped in was like, "All right, all you guys are fired after this game, but we're gonna finish it." Yeah, I mean they're not gonna get. I mean, EA, don't get me wrong, they're they're a soulless company. No offense, <laughs> but you guys, but but I respect for what they do. They're a business. They gotta make yeah. money. They so are the yeah. They are they are the big. They are one of the biggest publishing companies in the video game industry. They have a name to uphold. So it makes sense that they want to make sure that the next Star Wars Knights of the Republic game will be developed by a developer, development team that can produce, basically, like act an actual product that they can sell. And and, and that's even if EA even has the license to it. Remember, uh, uh, they don't have the exclusive Star Wars license anymore. LucasArts Games does. And so they can, they can issue that to any publisher they want. As long as I mean they, I mean they can give it to the developer of No Man's Sky if they wanted to. Why? <laughs> I mean they can give it to uh, they can give it to the guy who did Bible Adventures for the for the original. It's, it's up in the air. But I enjoy I enjoyed the original. Not to replay. Did you ever play them, Rico? I I haven't played them, but I do want to play them, and that's, oh. that's another another reason why I want to get a, another box um, to so that I can play them. I know, uh, I know that they're not out or they're not remade for the new consoles, so I have to buy the old ones to, to get it. Or I guess I could play on the PC too. Well, uh, you could either buy the disc or you could buy it digitally. Like I have it. Like like I bought them on Star Wars Day last year. I bought nice. uh, uh so they were like four bucks each. So uh, so I have them. And or yeah, good. you can just go to Steam and buy each one for ten bucks. Yeah, some of that. Done. If you haven't played it, you can play them still. Just mm-hmm. go to Steam, and they're yeah. each ten dollars a piece. And they played just as good as they would, you know, back in the day. If uh, if it's not, I think... it's back in the day, so it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, Steam, uh, in fact, the Steam version, I think, might give you the access to the uh, to the uh, patch for the for part two that you need. 
to make it even better. Because the fact that there was a there was an issue, I think with the tail end of part two, that you needed a patch for. So, Dang. It's a fan made patch, but it should help. But, but I, I know I know like they had planned on making a a sequel to it right a while ago, but it got canceled. Yeah, the Disney buyout canceled it. A lot of Star Wars projects got got halted or canceled uh, when the Disney buyout happened. A lot of movies got pushed back and then released without notification. Like one underrated one that I I do recommend to people watching is uh, Underwater. That was actually a good movie. I'll, I'll be excited for it when it when it comes out or if they they remake it. So so I, I guess is it even worth playing it since they're going to remake it because you know I I don't think the yeah, old Republic is canon. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're considered legends, but it's a really good story, and by far a great twist. For those of you who have played this game, you know what the twist is. In, in, Spoiler, because you're going to know anything about it. Now you're just uh, now he now he now he's expecting that. Oh, it's it's fine. He'll learn. He'll probably forget about it. All I was going to say was just yeah, just play it. It's still worth playing because the story itself is great. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear a lot of good things about it, but I mean, I get. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Because again, like, there's a whole bunch of list of games I still, still want to play. I mean, so I, 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 you go I, I, all I, over the Star Wars universe. You go to Tatooine. Uh, you go to uh, uh, Kashyyyk. You go, which this is the first time you go to Kashyyyk before uh, before the prequels ever took you. This is kind of cool. Uh, uh, so see, you get to go. So it's kind of cool seeing some of these worlds that were created before the prequels got got a chance to see them. And considering its age, I really don't think you need a high-end PC to play those no. two games in particular. I think your laptop should do just fine, Rico. Yeah, yeah, but but I think I think I'd rather play on the, with the controller because like I'm, for for me, I'm I'm still not used to playing on a on a keyboard and mouse, or or at least I mean I, I'm pretty sure I could, but I don't know. Like it, it, when I played uh, for Call of Duty or Warzone on it, yeah, I mean it it's just a simple you know you point and shoot. You know, I know there's other tactics tactics to it, but I feel like in a role playing game, there's a bit more strategy I think, to it. I want to say Knights of the Old Republic on Steam is, is compatible with the game. Yeah, you uh, just like plug in and just play. Yeah, if you have a wired Xbox controller, it automatically syncs up uh, 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 to it. In fact, if you have a wireless Xbox controller, as long as you have the little plug to go with it, yeah, you can, uh, you can automatically sync your controller to it, and, it, and it'll bind with your uh, uh, bind with the keypads you need. Well, or, well, well, or, or you can just plug in your PS4 controller and use it just then and there. What was it? Like your PS4 controller? Yeah, you can literally just plug in and play. Like you don't have to do yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, excellent. You know what? I think. Yeah, uh, have, both controllers yes. bind, bind automatically. Yes. I might just, just order it and, I mean, have it ready to put. Because, like, now, like, like I said, I told you, I mean, I've been. It's all about Star Wars recently, and actually, our, our last guest, Johnny Johnny Five Arcade, he he was messaging me telling me that like he kind of got inspired by it. And now he's he's rewatching the entire Star Wars story. Awesome. Uh, but 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 I was, I, was, I was telling him about the uh, the Clone Wars, the the final season, because it came out in 2020. And I was telling him that like, for, and again, it's just my opinion that he should watch Episode Three before he watches Season Seven of the Clone Wars, because the final three episodes of the clone wars is happening simultaneously as episode three so so when you're watching the clone wars it's there's some i guess scenes but that you hear uh audio from episode three so that that way you'll recognize you're like oh that's that's what that's from because like when i was watching i was like oh dang so it's happening right now oh because i I, it kind of caught me off guard when it when uh they're mentioning uh certain parts in the movie in the show like because i thought 
that Clone Wars, the show, was happening right before Episode 3 of Revenge of the Sith. But the final season, at least the last three episodes, is happening simultaneously. So that's that's pretty interesting. There you go. Watch it. Yeah, well, watch watch Star Wars, and again, like uh, play the games too, because like I, I hear some of the games are are canon, like uh, the the recent one, Fallen Order, that's canon. Um, yes, they have, uh, I guess that one is canon. Uh, um, and they are working on a sequel for that one as we speak. I think I'd enjoy that one because I. Do you... It's kind of like you have tunnel vision. You're like, yeah, come here. <laughs> yeah, and and so we know we know Star Wars has a great future for its franchise. And speaking of a franchise, another franchise that recently had a recent showcase. Was Resident Evil, and Wait, I know. I was, I was, I was gonna say. With that said, I mean, I know because I, I missed it. I, I didn't get to watch it, but I saw some of the highlights. But I know y'all two did. So do you want to? I guess give them how much you loved it. I watched it live when it happened, and I would say I was very disappointed on what I saw. Like I don't I think was, you should even call it a showcase because it was, didn't, uh, didn't really I, show very much. I was pissed. I, like I, I, I was. I, like I was able to say, like we were talking about it, why they call it a showcase, I will not understand. It wasn't it was, a showcase. It was, it was more like, hey, here's a big ass demo for Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> and well, it's not. It's not Resident Evil Eight. It's Resident oh, Evil Village now. It's oh, not shit. numerical but, anymore. But the eight is right there. I mean, it's, it is. It, it, it is. But it's not numerical anymore. See, so so ex- explain that. Did they explain that in the showcase? Like, no. is that no? Nope. Like, they get very little information about the game. All they all like here's literally literally all that happened was the, they're like, all right, here's a trailer to the game. There's a trailer, and then like, oh, here's here's the next game that we've been working on. We hope you like it. The fucking multiplayer game that no one's gonna care about. And <laughs> I was so mad about that. And then to even that insult to injury, they're like, you can play this demo called Maiden. Uh, right now, today, exclusive on, your for PS5. Exclusive on your PlayStation Five, if like, you have uh, one. Yeah, if you have one. They <laughs> even said that. They, they said that in the goddamn showcase. If you have one. <laughs> when they said, no. that, "Like, man, fuck you, have one." Like, of course we don't have one. What the hell's the matter with you? Like, fuck you. <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, no. Here's what. Here's what I was pissed about. I knew it was gonna be about village. Don't get me wrong. I knew what I was walking into. Yeah. yeah, but it's 25 years. This game has been around for 25. Yeah, the series has been around for 25 years now. Okay, Nintendo's playing a long game with Pokemon that starts next month. They have they're teaming up with Katy Perry and a bunch of other different vendors for the year for, for Pokemon's 25th. I was expecting some type of love for the Switch or something. To bring over like Resident Evil, to bring over some more Resident Evil love. No, here's how we're honoring the 25th anniversary of 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 Resident Evil. You know all your all your favorite characters: Jill Valentine, Chris Redfield, Leon. Leon. You know all those people that you love. You get to play them in Resident Evil Reverse, a a mo a multiplayer battle royale game where you get to kill each other. And multiplayer deathmatch style game, and like to add insult to injury, they're like you can play this game absolutely for free when you buy Resident Evil Village. Yay! That's like, what I, I want. Like you know what? Can I not buy? Can I not have that and discount the game? Because I'm never gonna play this. Can I get like a, a classic Resident Evil game? And then Resident Evil Four has been rebooted again, uh, apparently due to creative differences. So they're not looking at another release date till maybe 2023. Well, like what happened with that is that it had a change of developers, 
And yeah. I think I, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that the development team of Resident Evil 4 Remake originally were the same team that worked on Resident Evil 3 Remake. And that one was less received than, yeah. um, than 2. Because, I mean, they cut out a lot that made 3 I, great. I've and... noticed... Uh, it's like I've noticed three is the redheaded stepchild because the fact they keep trying to because because they, they keep trying to compare uh, combine uh, Resident Evil three with Resident Evil two like hey buy both games for this price yeah I mean like the original Resident Evil three is amazing and then when you play the remake you're like okay they took out Where'd this part this, this entire level here well anyways they kind of screwed it up and I think that's what happened with Resident Evil four like the change of developers is like now it's uh, their Division one team handling the uh, Resident Evil four remake. Which okay. is the same thing that worked on uh, Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 7. So like they, they still have like members that were already working on the game already, still yeah. there yeah. like working. But now like now it's this Division One that they're the ones in charge now. Okay, so it's gonna be worth the wait. Well, yeah, like pretty much what like from what I read, like what they were trying to do was make a like it was like a step for step remake of Resident Evil 4 without making any changes to make the game better, like how Resident Evil 2 did. Resident Evil 2 is still like a remake in a sense that it's, you know, still part two, but they did make some changes to the story that helped flesh out the story. And that's and make what it I'm more like, in line with the later entries. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's what I think Division One is there to do. They're going to still make the remake, but they're going to make changes to it and, and help out with the narrative to make mm-hmm. to, so they actually make sense to what the newer games are doing now. All I want, all I want, though, in a Resident Evil game is. I'm sure we all love the survival horror game, but I just want my guys back. I want my, I want the heroes that I've known so far back. I want my Jill Valentine. I want my, I want my Chris Redfields. I want the Billy Cohen. Fuck Billy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want it. Billy, Billy, <laughs> Billy Cohen. I, like before, Resident Evil Seven came out, I thought the main character was Billy Cohen. it was taking place in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, and then yeah. the last thing we heard from him was that he was going south, and south of the Midwest states is Louisiana and Texas. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, maybe this is Billy." He's like, "Nope, it's just, some, it's, it's just Randy number one who's going to be now in Resident Evil Village now." <laughs> Ethan so, and and apparently everybody's making a big deal that Capcom keeps on shadowing Ethan Winters' face. I'm like, is it? It's like. Isn't Ethan supposed to be you? <laughs> no, he's he actually has a face. He's just long, blonde, oh. long, long brown hair. Like he's fit. He's not in shape. He's just fit, and he's just he's 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 supposed to look like your everyman, basically. Oh, uh, okay. Kind of like uh, in Silent Hill Two with uh, the main character in that one. Like he was just a normal looking guy. But no, but uh, no, but back to the showcase. I mean, yeah, we're getting this multiplayer segment that's free for Resident Evil Village. But nothing is coming out for uh, nothing's coming out for Switch. I mean, like there's like nothing like being ported over. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got all the Resident Evil games, but I was expecting Resident Evil Two Remake to come over, or hell, Resident Evil Three Remake to come over. I mean, we have Resident Evil Zero and One. Uh, yeah. We have uh, we have four, five, and six, but we don't have two and three. It, it so. might come maybe in March when like the actual date of Resident Evil One came out was That's in March. I'm... That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get something more, but the I figured the showcase would be like a celebration of Resident Evil. It was more of a here's what we've been doing with Resident Evil Village oh, instead of oh, like an actual like anniversary of the actual series. It's like oh, and here's a uh, a small clip of uh, uh of the Netflix movie that's coming out this year. 
Well, that, that, that oh, was yeah, they did have that. Question, like, did they did they showcase any of the like Resident Evil TV or movies? Like, or even talk about the reboot nope. of Resident nope. Evil? <laughs> no, they just they just it was all about Village. Yeah, they like should, they just should have called it the Village joke. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they just should have said said an extended look at Resident Evil Village. Which I, which um, you know, I get people are so curious about that and excited about playing it. I am too, but. When that when you say Resident Evil Showcase, I was expecting everything you've been working on so far yeah, with Resident exactly. Evil, including the shows and the movie. Yeah, that's what I was expecting too. But it sounds like it was just about the video game. And gave everybody an unhealthy love for the tall lady. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna lie. When she showed up, I'm like, okay. Am I like, supposed to be afraid? Or like, because I'm it's like not. All the memes are like, no. That's the thing is is. Is there's been a lot of memes about it, like step on me, lady? <laughs> like, what? oh yeah. wow. Have Have you seen the trailer, Rico? I have not. Nah. Oh <laughs> well, like when you see her when she shows up, and like the first thing that pops into my mind is like, that's a whole lot of woman. Like, God <laughs> damn you, tall. <laughs> Say how you been drinking? <laughs> more well, oval team. More oval team, please. <laughs> I was like, well, I see how this boss battle's gonna go. I'm gonna chop your legs off like a goddamn colossus. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't miss much with the showcase. I mean, I was I was expecting a lot more from it. And the fact that it was less than twenty minutes was insulting. Yeah, I'm that's like, it. Oh man. Oh, that's it? That's all yeah, it was? It yep. was yeah, it was less than twenty minutes. I'm like, this is this Dang. is not a showcase. <laughs> And, and right, I, yeah. they were teasing this thing for months too. Like that, that's what made it like insulting. Like you made us wait this long okay. for twenty minutes. Right, you know, Capcom, come here. Come here, Capcom. Come here. Come to, uh, come look at me in the face. You guys can't see me because we're on air. But come get, get near my microphone. I want you to call Nintendo up and talk and let them teach you how to run a fucking Nintendo Direct. That's how you do a press conference. That's how you do a showcase. Show me what you're working on, what's coming up, what you're doing. If it's going to be for a fucking series, give me just everything there. Uh, I, I mean, I want to know what's coming up. I, wa I, I want to know the love for Resident Evil. It's 25 years. Celebrate that with us. It's a celebration. And like they started the show off with that. Like We're celebrating 25 years of Resident Evil. I'm like, not really. You're just showing one game and a multiplayer. Exactly. That's yeah, part of it. Yeah. And like, there was a multiplayer um, game with Resident Evil 3, and it failed too. Like, no one played it. Yeah. And like, mm. you know, I, I just don't understand. I was like, why cut development to work on a multiplayer game instead of just going full force on a like, single player game? That's why Resident Evil 2 Remake was so great, because they focused primarily on the single player aspect. I mean, to me, it sounds like they might be trying to go into yeah, the multiplayer, maybe even Battle Royale genre, like well, with Resident Evil, but I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I just don't see them as a multiplayer yeah. franchise like they're uh, uh, a role-playing game like in, in my it, head only if so anything like a, maybe like a cooperative multiplayer would work that too yeah like the entire either one the entire campaign or a separate story happening at the same time with different characters or you know they should just do like a four-player co-op and where like we all go to separate like we actually like don't stay together like you start like maybe on the first floor, we don't meet up with each other until we. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be an interesting gameplay. Certain, yeah. certain keys or levels until we can meet up with each other, and then of course, if one person be makes it there before you do, then they have to wait there and I don't know, fight some people or something, or save and wait until the next player shows up. I don't, I don't know because like that that'd be hard to keep somebody, 
to continue playing it because like you know if, if i were to beat y'all to the level we're supposed to meet up at and you know yeah taking a while i'm gonna put the game down but i, I guess the, the thing is it's trying to keep on continue playing but i mean it's just an idea to throw out there okay well all right well see, i looked it up all right capcom has uh one two has three three franchises that turn uh a monumental year old uh resident evil 25 uh street fighter 2 is 30 years old this year uh Damn. Yeah, thirty years. Uh, and oh. Devil May Cry is twenty years old. Is it really? Twenty years old this year. It did come out in two thousand one. That's right. Now, <laughs> I guarantee you, I Capcom now has a bad has bad taste in my mouth right now because of how they treated Resident Evil twenty fifth. Now I'm hoping in March they do what you're saying. They kind of honor Resident Evil the way they should honor it. It is a it is a classic franchise, but. You have Devil May Cry and Street Fighter. I know Street Fighter's kind of going on a the development of Street Fighter Six having a little bit of trouble, which I can understand that. Yeah. My God, I don't need another port of Street Fighter Two. Capcom, if you want to sell it, hold off on the Street Fighter celebration. I understand, but give me some Devil May Cry love, which I know we had it last year, but we need to do something on Devil May Cry. Like we need to get. It was Virgil. He was released with the game. Yeah. And DLC now. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Damn. There's really nothing they can do with Devil May Cry. Not really. I mean, to be fair, Devil May Cry Five was amazing. It's a Devil very, Cry... very awesome game. Yeah, Devil May Cry Five is amazing. Like they don't have to do very much with that. Like they absolutely answered everything the fans wanted with Devil May yeah. Cry Five. In the intro. In the intro, they they were like they're like you wanted regular you wanted the original resi- uh, uh the you wanted the original feel of goddamn Devil May Cry. We're gonna give you that. And they also used the RE engine, which I thought yeah. was very impressive. Like, it was running at 60 frames per second, like, uh-huh. locked. Like, with everything so. going on, it looks amazing, too. Yeah, if you haven't played it, definitely play it. It's a very, very, very cool game. Well, you know what else was amazing? That trailer to Godzilla versus King Kong? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Finally, man. The two titans meet at last. Bowser and Donkey Kong going at it. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually saw a meme. Like, I love that meme. I love that meme was floating around. <laughs> Goddamn, this is what I thought too. I was like, I'm, and honestly, with the every time I played Smash Brothers, that's what I've always thought. I was like, yeah, I got the little for the uh, fucking King Kong. But no, yeah. the trailer looks fantastic. Yeah, you know, it, it actually surprised me because like I wasn't expecting it to be such a badass trailer. Like I, 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 I just thought they were just gonna like do a teaser trailer. But no, it was a full blown trailer, and uh, no, I, I, again for for me, I, I was coming in here rooting for Godzilla, but seeing King Kong and of course the trailer to it, Dude. I'm like, damn, hey, all right. So many questions. That haymaker so man. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, like, uh, why is he being removed from Skull Island? Who is the girl? I mean, she does a little. That's true. And how did they catch him? I think the little girl probably negotiates with him that they need his help because he's always been like the guardian of like yeah. Skull Island, and he like he has a easy relationship with humans. He has no quarrel with them. The only reason why he was attacking the soldiers in uh, Kong Skull Island because they're, they're blowing holes, blowing blow, blow his island. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd get pissed off too. I was like, "Hey, man, I was sleeping over there." Yeah, I shit there. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing I did see was a, uh, uh, I guess, a, a statistic of. Uh, King Kong, you know, the last time he was measured, he was measured like 105 feet. Godzilla's like 300 feet. But in the new movie, King Kong so, is, now, is now the same size as Godzilla. And the reason yeah. why that is because in the, the movie Skull Island, he's uh, this happened in the 60s. And so now it's been like, what, 60, 50 years later. 
Yeah, he was a baby because uh, he was a because he was uh, he was almost full grown. Uh, at least in Kong Skull Island, if I'm not mistaken. We don't know how old he was then, but he was the last of his kind. Yeah. He was, he was, he was adolescent. Like, I'd say maybe 12 or 13 years old around that point. Yeah. That, was a, that, was a, that was a big-ass teenager. Big-ass yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and what's it called? Didn't you say, Nando? You mentioned it was called CCC Riley mentioned it in the movie that, yeah, King Kong was just, he, he was still growing, that he's still yeah. just a kid. And that and that that's that's why he's having a hard time with the what are they called skull breakers the, oh, the creatures yeah they sound stupid I never said it. I left <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that guy I love oh man John Dude, C. Riley yeah man <laughs> he was my favorite character in the movie I thought he was gonna die <laughs> I was like, oh. oh oh but I'm, I'm I'm super excited about the movie to come out I mean now now especially watching the the trailer but. I love that it's going to come on HBO Max. So now oh, I yeah. just stay at home and watch it. So. Yep, March 31st. Finally watched Wonder Woman, by the way, on the, like, the last day it was on HBO Max. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what, did, did you not like it? It was okay. It was, uh, I liked it. Uh, it was not as good as the first one, but uh, it, uh, I, I did love the stylization of it. I just... Rika, what did you think? I mean, yeah, we, we talked about this. I mean, I thought it could have been better. I was kind of disappointed in it. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of issues with it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened with it. Like, I like, just, like, like I said, they brought the same people who made the first one and, yep. into the second one, and I don't know what happened. It, I, it, to me, it, it wasn't as good. But they really, really underused Maxwell Lord. Like, they yeah. really, like, tamed him down to what he actually is. Yeah. I mean, I get why they did it that way because I mean, you can't really you don't want to try to hate too much on Pedro Pesco because he's amazing. Pedro Pesco's amazing. He, <laughs> um, uh, he's a fucking chameleon. <laughs> and but like the character he portrayed in this one isn't like comic book Maxwell Lord because in that one like he's a very dark character, but in this one he's more lighter, more comedic. And I personally I didn't like it because I read the comics of with him and Wonder Woman's interaction into yeah. Infinite Crisis. And that was a very dark turn for the character of Wonder Woman. And then for them to bring in this character, like I'm like, okay, cool, he's in this movie. And they didn't do what I guess what they should have done. Same with Cheetah. Cheetah was very much underused as well. Uh, I, I but know. you know what? I, I, I would give Kristen Wiig this. I thought she played the character pretty well. I thought she did really good. I thought she was a really good villain. Like I've never seen her play a villain. To see her was was really nice. I mean, she was in wig at first, and then, but then she changes that confident, like, like tigress of a woman. <laughs> oh, I, I felt like like she was just the her character, like the way she started off, and then to become the you know I guess the the bad guy or the villain in in the movie um, was. I mean, to me, it was kind of generic. I mean, you you yeah. see that you see that a lot. Like it's always somebody like a, a I guess the the, the quiet. Type with the glasses, they're always wearing glasses and oh, messed up, man. and they all look messed up. And then you know somebody, so and, and it, it happened in this movie too. Somebody knocks their papers down, boom, that that's what did it. I mean, you, you see it in the, the Riddler. Yeah. You see him. Um, uh, what's it called with Batman? With Batman Forever with Jim Carrey's Riddler. Remember, he wore glasses. He was, he was getting pushed around like that same way. Um, Amazing uh, Spider-Man guy, too. Guy, guy Guy Pierce. Uh, when he when he in Iron Michelle, Man three, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, they, they, they all were, like, yeah, yeah, Michelle Fiverr, yeah, like, they, they all, like, were, like, these, you know, people who are quiet, trying Maybe to do their thing, and being picked on, and then, all of a sudden, they just, you know, turn it, and become the bad guy. Villain. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, okay. I, 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 again. So, Harvey Dent was know. wrong. So, Harvey Dent was wrong. 
I just feel I just feel like the movie could have been better. I, again, but better. I don't know what happened. They, they brought the same people who did it. I, I don't know. Maybe they just like hey, they're making another movie. But now they're making a part three, so I'm hoping part three be yeah. a little bit better. I'm hoping so too, man. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I very much was disappointed in this one. It's not as good as the first one. First one's amazing, and then to oh. watch this one. Oh man! But I'm hoping Godzilla versus King Kong is gonna be better than that movie was. I'm sure it's gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be exactly I mean, what I what I think it's gonna be. Look at the trailer; it already looks good. Like again, I'm 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 excited about it. I mean, but I'm sure they're gonna release more trailers. So who you guys going for? You going for Godzilla um, or, or King Kong? King Kong. I'm, I'm I mean, going for Kong. I'm going for Kong. Like, it's unanimous. I watched, I watched the trailer and I was like, "Damn, okay, all right, King Kong, let's go." But but I'm I'm curious how they get off the water because they're in Godzilla's territory there. So I'm I'm curious how they like escape that. I think like whenever in the trailer they shoot those little bombs into the ocean. I think that probably yeah. sh- like Sca- shoots them away. Yeah, it scares them a lot because uh, probably his uh, he's probably really sensitive to his to hearing underwater. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, mm-hmm. so. So right now people are dissecting the trailer like crazy, and they're thinking that that uh, that while Godzilla may seem like the villain of this movie, he may be being manipulated, uh, either by it's like if you guys seen King of Monsters, the end of King of Monsters, the terrorist organization found the head of Giga Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and then of course there's also rumors that you have Mecha Godzilla in this movie as well. I just know that too. I do know that that because uh, they do say in a trailer, like she mentions, like something is controlling Godzilla because something's yeah. making him attack the people because he's supposed yeah. to be attacking other people too. Yeah, yeah, like that's how he's always yeah. been. He's always been like the protector, and like the reason why he showed up in the first movie is because technically those monsters were parasites, and yeah. the parasites they're bad. So he goes out there and kicks them ass. But same with, uh, same with King Ghidorah, he's like, oh shit, this guy showed up. Got to kill him but, too. But I, but I love how that one line, uh, uh, it's like that one line in the trailer is that Kong bows to no one. I'm like, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that's why no. I'm, uh, I'm like, get him, Kong, get him. Man, whenever uh, Godzilla shows up on the ship and that music kicks in, and yeah, Kong, yeah. Kong shows up with that haymaker, I'm like, hell yeah, we got a movie. <laughs> I was like, they are balancing on an aircraft carrier that should be sinking under their weight. Fuck it, let's, let's go for it right now. Just let them fight. <laughs> Oh man, that that's the equivalent of Final Destination on Smash Brothers, right there. Just go at it <laughs> on this little ass ship. The little ass ship, go for it. But I'm liking it. I think I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be a great popcorn flick. Uh, uh, the only one I haven't watched in the whole series, I haven't watched the first Godzilla. I watched King of Monsters. I got the really? gist of. I got the gist of that one. Okay, well, the first one, I, I it's by a different director, but I like that one a lot I, because it was through the perspective of like people. Yeah, like he's never at their point of view or for their perspective. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy. Like, no, you're down on the ground floor or like somewhere where a human would be at. I like that. Hey, hey you don't see Godzilla really fighting until like the last like 20 minutes. No, the no, the film, no, but the films. I did see Skull, uh, Skull Island because that's on HBO Max. What do you think about Kevin Hart being in the Borderlands movie? Uh oh yeah, he's playing Roland, right? I think. Yep. They got Kevin Hart. The guy's funny. I, I don't uh he he can be a leading man, but he does he look the part? No. However, I'm thinking his humor in Jumanji. If he yeah. can balance and he's good working off other people. He's really good off working with other people. So I'm okay with it. 
Yeah, I just think uh, that Roland was always a serious character. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he can actually bring that to the table too, but also bring in his I mean, humor. Even if they change up his character to make him a little lighthearted, like he wasn't kind of, yeah. Because 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 even in part two, he was a stoic character, but he joked with his friends. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have uh, to do that and make him shorter because he's not five foot seven. No, God no. And, and and that's another thing is he's short. But yeah, Roland I, is a uh, six two, I think. But but I want to see him work with that. I want to see him. Uh, uh, maybe that's just like a comedic thing that people think he's taller than what he's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, like he's like this legend, and then we actually yeah. see him. <laughs> so you'd be taller. I am tall. <laughs> Bitch, I am tall. <laughs> uh, I forgot who's supposed to be playing Lilith. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, I think it is. Really? Yeah, I think they're already or Kate Blanchett, one of the two. I think it's Kate Blanchett. It's supposed to be Lily? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I know, uh, I forgot who's directing. Was it Eli Roth? Or, uh, I forgot who's directing that movie. Uh, but, like, that's a weird director they have, and just weird casting all around. So It, I'm might, like, it, it might work, because things have happened. Like, the Joker movie was directed by Todd Phillips, who's famous for the Hangover series. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Me personally, I'm not walking into that movie theater, uh, or on or demand. watching, yeah, on demand. Sorry, uh, so I'm not walking into that on demand thing. You know, you know, with a, a hell of a lot of hope in this movie, but I'm gonna go in there expecting a fun movie. It, it, as long as they capture the wild nature of Borderlands, I'm okay with it. All right, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll yeah. see. I mean, there's still a lot of time until that movie comes out. Yeah, but can we talk just real quickly before we wrap up? About the memes that were started, uh, about the Steve Harvey memes. As Jax. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Uh, for those of you that don't know, there was a meme started. Apparently, uh, uh, Supergirl's uh, uh, Jimmy Olsen is playing Jax. I forgot his name. It's uh, off the top of my head. Uh, but apparently, people thought he was. It was. It was. It was goddamn Family Feud host. I just, Steve I can't, Harvey. I, Steve Harvey, that's what it was. Steve Harvey, I can't think of his name. Uh, they thought it was Steve Harvey, and because I was wondering why my Facebook feed was blowing up with all these Steve Harvey memes fighting fighting somebody. I'm like, who is that? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh wow, I looked at the original they, image. They do look alike, to be fair. Like, I think it's the mustache. It's, it's the really, mustache. It's, it's really why it, they use Steve Harvey. It's the mustache. I'm like, oh wow, no, just no. Uh no, it's like it's like show me Mortal Kombat. Bing. No, uh, it was a funny ass meme, but I really hope the movie looks really good. I'm I'm reserving judgment for it until I see a trailer. I want to see what type of fan love they're gonna give this movie. All I'm hoping is I have a little hint of a Mortal Kombat yell in the bear, like Mortal Kombat. I want to gather from the stills. It looks like it's being true to like the source material and it's yeah. looking a lot like uh mortal kombat 11 like yeah. that kind of yeah. tone to yeah. it i'm really enjoying yes. that yes and 11 has a really good story if you ever played 11 yet uh uh it's like if they go along the remake uh storyline i'm i'll be pretty happy about it 9 10 and 11 have a really great story i think it's, they're still just going to do it from one yeah because it's, it's just going to be a reboot but now now they're actually using like all the characters, and they're actually going to have dialogue. Like Sub Zero and Scorpion Martial are going to have are going to have like dialogue too, yeah. instead of just standing around. 
Oh yeah. And, uh, those those are the main characters that people play or or love. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always a, I was always a Luke Kang fan personally. I like Sub Zero. Yeah, I was Sub Zero's. Uh, uh, God, who did I always play as in the original Mortal Kombat? I, 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 you know, honestly, I think I did play as uh, I think I did play as uh, Luke Kang as well. All right, then. Well, then, uh, again, uh, thank you, everyone. We're going to go ahead and close this out. Uh, we've been talking for a while here now, but hopefully y'all enjoyed it and stay tuned. Hopefully it's a little bit informative as well, you know, with the stock prices and everything. Um, and, and actually, if you need, you know, more information about that, I could probably provide a link to it to where I got my information from and help me understand it a bit more, too. Um, but other than that, I mean, Resident Evil, I guess the showcase wasn't as good. We're looking forward to Star Wars. And, you know, with the... Mortal Kombat, King Kong movies coming up this year. Again, hopefully nothing gets pushed. You know, we're looking forward to them. Hopefully, you know, they're going to be as good uh, as what we're seeing so far. Mortal Kombat has come out the trailer yet, but so far, just the images, it's looking promising. Yeah. Um, so with that, yeah, I want to say anything else before we leave? Uh, yeah, I got something to say. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, play some great games and uh, chill out. Uh, call you mama. Love y'all. <laughs> Nando? Well, you know, I always got to end it with the bañas y tomas el agua. Oh, right. Awesome. Attack awesome. your layers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Rico. And again, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We just released a video today. It's a, it's a video uh, that I want to do as, as a, like, we don't, I don't always post videos where we win. There's, there's times when we lose too. It's a funny one. So go out there and then watch it. Uh, it's on YouTube, on some gamers. Uh, I think it's called, uh, we don't always win it. We don't always win. So I'll watch that one. It's a great go. one. <laughs> so, so yeah, enjoy it. And again, thank you all for listening. Until next time, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.